1: Whiskey business is brought to you by the law offices of Saya and Pyatt and by Marcus Crosswoods Theater.
2: There's an old expression that says, Those who cannot do, teach. I don't necessarily believe that to be true. I've known a lot of teachers who can definitely do more than just teach. They chose the profession uh, to educate and to further the young minds that they deal with on a daily basis. What I do believe is that those who cannot mix, judge (laughs) i am dino tripotis and welcome to whiskey business a podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey and i'll explain that last comment yeah i can mix a cocktail but i'm a pretty basic guy when it comes to those cocktails i like my whiskeys neat or on the rocks Uh, and when it comes to the current craze of the craft cocktail i'll be honest with you people I will be left in the dust by some mixologists who have made it their passion and their pleasure to create a wonderful cocktail with some wonderful bourbons. So this particular installment of Whiskey Business is going to be a hodgepodge of a bunch of stuff because, Hansberry, we are, we are tonight recording live at the Woodford Reserve Master of the Manhattan Woodford Reserve Manhattan Experience. It's very cool. We have 10 mixologists this evening who are going to present a, a two cocktails apiece, one original cocktail made with Woodford Reserve, and one Woodford Reserve cocktail, the Manhattan. As you know, the Manhattan, there are good Manhattans and there are bad Manhattans, or what I like to refer to as I have in previous podcasts, the upper Manhattan and the lower Manhattan. So, are you excited? Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. let's do this. This is gonna be good. Um. Ten mixologists. We're going to be talking to a variety of people throughout the evening. Uh, the folks that put this fine event together. Hopefully, some of the mixologists, uh, some friends, and uh, and what I like to call family, because bourbon drinkers are bourbon drinkers are a family. We'll be hugging and crying together by the end of the night. Yeah, let's 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 hope not. <laughs> and um, and maybe Ubering home. Yes, sharing Ubers. All right. So enjoy this special edition of Whiskey Business. At the Woodford Reserve Manhattan Experience. Okay, our first guest uh, tonight here at this Manhattan Experience is the actual Hansberry. We're going straight to the top. We're going to start with the ambassador and work our way down. <laughs> Pete Wagner is the ambassador for Woodford Reserve, uh, which is owned by the Brown Foreman Company, which is probably one of my. I'm not. I'm not sucking up. Probably one of my favorite whiskey companies because they also own my my everyday whiskey my my, my jack daniels yeah, yeah yeah so you know everybody needs an everyday whiskey woodford is a great everyday whiskey don't get me wrong but uh you know it's a little pricier than a, than a, than a bottle of jack but tell us tonight what we're going to be experiencing and what exactly is going to be happening
0: and what will i have to do as a judge you've got the hardest job in the whole room really we have 10 of the best bartenders slash mixologists from all over the state. Each one was tasked to come up with their version of a Manhattan and then an original drink. Uh, both of them had to use utilize the Woodford Reserve, whether it's Woodford Reserve, Woodford Double Oak, Woodford Rye. So we've got a variety of drinks. Now,
2: you said from the state. So I was I was on the impression that these are all people from Columbus, but we're, no. we're broadcasting from. This I is
0: from all from the entire state. The entire state. This was open to anyone in the state of Ohio, I believe out of the 10, there's actually only about four of them that are from here local. I know we have people from Cleveland. We have... Uh, Bowling Green, Ohio, representing tonight. Nice. We've got Cincinnati. There's a little bit of everybody. And I
2: have been drunk in every one of those places you just (laughs) mentioned at some point in my life. Uh, (laughs) Occupational hazard. It is. It 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 comes with the territory. So you say I have a difficult task at hand. What, 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 what What am I going to be judging on? What are some of the categories? Can you share some of that?
0: We're going to be talking about originality. We're talking about best use of Woodford Reserve. We're talking about balance and depth pretty much what's going to happen. Right at 7 o'clock, we're going to start off. Each one was uh, tasked to create those two drinks. They have 10 minutes to present both drinks to the judges. Oh, wow. So every 10 minutes, you're going to be given two fresh drinks to sample.
2: That's uh, that's 20 cocktails. I mean, I, you know. it's 20 uh, samples. 20, oh, 20 samples. Yeah, yes, we're very proud of our
0: responsibility.
2: I'm assuming you're 21 and over. Samples, cocktails, let's not mince words. Yes, that's yes. You know, semantics. You're it's right.
0: semantics. All right, 20 samples. So, yes, there's going to be 20 samples. Uh, Ten of them will be Manhattan's. The other ten original cocktails, they will come up, present them to you. All you have to do is take a sip and mark off what you think. Whoever has the highest score is our master of the Manhattan. Where do they go from here, whoever wins tonight? Whoever wins tonight, there uh, there are 40 different uh, events going on throughout the country. Wow. Those 40 people will go down to Woodford Reserve itself and present to Chris Morris, the master distiller, and a panel down there. Wow. After that, I believe it's the top six that will go on to Manhattan to compete for the master for the United States. In, in New York in City. In Manhattan. Oh, man. No better place to make a Manhattan than should Manhattan, a judge though. Should the judge become ill? <laughs> yes, yes.
2: <laughs> you, you keep me in mind. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, Pete Wagner, thank you so much. You're a fine ambassador, sir. Well, thank you. You're a you. fine we- ambassador. And also thank you for the for the signature bottle of Woodford. It actually has my name on it, Hansberry. And, and, and my face, and I have a, I have, as you know, I have a very large head, so I'm surprised they were able to get it on the back of a bottle to begin with. Good for you, sir, <laughs> well done. A pleasure, a pleasure, <laughs> glad to have you here. All right, we're looking forward to a lot more here at the Manhattan uh, Experience, courtesy of Woodford Reserve.
0: You are the top 10 for the state of Ohio. You are our best mixologist. You put in a lot of hard work. Yes, give yourself a round of applause. For a number of contestants that entered, you were the top 10. Your judges this evening. Here, right in front of me, Dino from Sunday 95. And Whiskey Business, the podcast. Give them a round of applause. We have Christina Basham. She's with the USBG, master mixologist here in town. And then that's just Max. I'm kidding. That Max Eckenweiler, he's with the Ohio Tavern News. Give him a round of applause. Yes, so here's the thing guys, this is meant to be fun. We're gonna have a good time, we're gonna put that bluegrass music back on. The first drink that you'll be presenting is the Manhattan. The Manhattan, there's a total of 50 points. First 20 points for taste and balance, 15 points then for presentation and appearance, and then 15 points for thoughtful and intelligent use of Woodford. Then you will present to the judges your original cocktail. Your original cocktail, again, 50 points. 15 points for taste and balance, 15 points for creativity and originality, 10 points for intelligent use of Woodford. Then we have five points for presentation and appearance, and then five points for creativity and relevance. All right, everybody, thank you all very much for coming out tonight. For everyone who else has joined us, welcome to Woodford Reserve's Manhattan Experience. Ladies and gentlemen, man your
3: tables.
4: Steve Summer from Worthington, Ohio. This event's tremendous to try, try different Manhattan's and a different twist on every one of them. There's none of them are the same. It, it just, it's it's great to see the ingenuity that goes behind making these drinks. You know what? It's really difficult to say which one is a favorite because they're all so different. Well, I can tell you the one I just had has a quality of a sweet and sour with with a bite to it with a as far as a, a, a pepper, you know, comes across which is unbelievable and it's just, it's, it's refreshing but yet gives you that little little burn that you, that you don't normally get. I like the guys that have a lot of, a lot of ingenuity and a lot of um, um, character about them. They, 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 can, they can talk the drink, they can talk to you, they can make the vibe, you know, where it makes you feel comfortable being in that bar. My name is Matt Terrell, I am from Powell, Ohio. I'm a
3: retired uh, whiskey aficionado. I love the event. I think it's a first class venue. I am, I am thrilled beyond belief with the mixologists that, that the uh, Bartenders Guild brought to this event tonight. In, in, incredible artisans. I certainly want to see you know a cocktail that's uh, prepared correctly, it, it tastes great. That um, has, you know, a unique and, and, and delicious presentation, if you will. And, and every every mixologist at this event tonight s- surpassed my expectations. There was one over in the corner that had, kind of a, a, a frozen cherry. Uh, it was a it was a, how, how, how do I explain it? Um, Freeze dried cherry. And, and you and you and you, you you basically you ate the cherry, and it kind of exploded in your mouth and then all of a sudden you sip the Manhattan. It was, it was, it was delicious. And, and something very, very unique. I love bourbons, you know, of all kinds, and, and I, like have, a I, have, like I a band appreciated band. A, a lot of them. I appreciate a lot of them. There are at least 10 to 12 high quality bourbons that I, 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 I think are wonderful and, and available at retail here in Ohio.
5: Andy Wald, Powell, Ohio. I uh, feel it's a very good event. The drink's very good. Some of them are better than others, way better than others. And uh, a lot of them are good, though. I mean, you have a, a lot of different flavors, a lot of different tastes, a lot of different ingredients. So it, overall, it's been a very good event. Hillary Packard from Two Foxes Gastro Pub. She's very, very good. Um, especially with the coffee bean in it. So it's very, very good experience. Um, and also the guys from Prohibition and Powell, they had uh, the cherry there made the drink probably the best Manhattan out of all of them just because of the cherry they had. I'm more looking for a bar for the camaraderie of friends. Much like this was, we came down with four people and uh, enjoyed ourselves.
6: My name is Hannah Vashel. I live in South Toledo, Ohio. Oh, whiskey, especially bourbon in general, is my favorite liquor anyway. This whole night's been a dream come true. I just get to try a bunch of delicious expertly crafted cocktails. It's been an excellent night. Honestly, usually I order neat bourbon. Uh, Makers is my go-to, only because I'm a little too poor to get Woodford every time, but Woodford is my splurge. So for me, balance is a huge component because, honestly, I drink my whiskey neat most of the time. So if I'm gonna order a cocktail, I really want it to have a really thoughtful presentation of flavors. I don't want it to be overly sweet. It, sweetness can be a major flavor, but that shouldn't be, it shouldn't be overly sugary. I wanna feel like I'm not drinking something I could give to a child, you know? I really, I really like complexity, I really like creativity when people think outside the box. Uh, the big thing I look for is just how thoughtful, how well composed is this. It's not just I put a, several ingredients together that are creative, but that I put them together and they really work. They really complement off each other.
7: I'm James DeFrance, Columbus, Ohio. I'm the head bartender at Refectory Restaurant. I'm astounded as someone who serves Woodford Reserve pretty much every day, uh, seeing the varied interpretations of what it tastes like and how to go in a direction from there. It's when you're bartending at home or you're just like tasting a spirit straight, and then you're thinking what am I gonna do with this? Um, There are a couple of different sort of ways you might look at it and we've had ten, a dozen different people actually look at it in really different directions and a couple of things I've tasted, I've just been They've created great memories or incited uh, great memories to, to coffee shops, to holidays, um, spicy dinners. I mean, just all sorts of great things. And it's funny because everyone was given the same seed of the same idea at the start of it, and away they go. Uh, I, I've, I'm just blown away by the diversity of the solutions to the problem. I like someone who takes the lead. Uh, I'm not going to be in the majority on this, but I want someone who has an opinion and is willing to project that on my evening, actually. It's the same as going to a movie, right? You can go to a vending machine and get a candy bar. You know exactly what you're getting. But going to a bar with a working bartender who knows what the heck he or she thinks is great and getting to have that experience, I want that. I I want the auteur direction.
8: Jennifer Bushbeek, Columbus, Ohio. I think it's been awesome. I think it's been really fun to see talented bartenders, uh, mixologists, whichever one they prefer to go by, just really enjoying their crafts. I think that all of them have made it really approachable. I think they've done a good job of explaining what they're serving and why they're serving it, for somebody that doesn't have a lot of knowledge. I want them to make it approachable as well. I think that for me, my beautiful fiance is actually one of the judges up here. And until her, I didn't know a lot of things. I drank cherry vodka and Sprite like straight college days. And I think a lot of it is people want to know and they don't know. And so they don't order, they don't ask. They're a little bit scared because maybe they think you're busy. I think that I want a, a bartender that takes the time to tell me and make it approachable for me.
2: So, in the latter part of uh, this particular installment of whiskey business, the judging is over. 10 superior mixologists making two cocktails apiece. One a Manhattan, one an original cocktail made with Woodford Reserve, or one of the Woodford Reserve. And I'm speaking now to one of my fellow judges. Please introduce yourself. Hi, Max Eckenweiler from The Ohio Tavern News. Which Hansberry, each one of these guys that we're talking to right now, we're having on separately on the podcast, because the guy that writes for the Ohio Ohio Tavern News has got to have some stories aside from this competition. I've got stories. He's got stories. <laughs> all right. So, so, um, first of all, great to meet you. Great to meet you too, and BL. likewise,
1: man. And, uh, I thought I thought the uh, the cocktails were magnificent. Everybody had merit. I was knocked on my rear end. These guys came so strong. Uh, the bad part about this contest was we had to judge 20 different drinks. Right. We could have drank 20 different drinks. Yeah. But, you know, you just have to do sips. Just the because sips. Because it would have been problem. Just the sip. That's what she said.
2: No, I compared this similar to what, and, 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 and trust me, there's, nowhere, there's no similarities in taste, but I do a lot of... Uh, For charity, I do a lot of of, of tastings for cooking competitions, and I always go back to my number one because I don't think number one gets a fair shake all the time because they're first out of the gate. You're critical, you're judgmental, you're, you know, all your opinions are.
1: It's it's a shame. If you go first, you're always kind of used as that baseline. So don't you think it's good to go back to number one? No, it's great. That's the best thing you can do is go back to number one because they don't get a fair shake.
2: Well, in this particular case, I didn't go back to their Manhattan because I gave their Manhattan a the fair grade, Yeah, but I went back to their original cocktail. So how often do you do something like this? Do you do you
1: judge on a regular basis?
2: A, do you get called I, upon often?
1: I do get called upon often. This is actually the fourth time I've done the Woodford Manhattan the judging. The fourth? Yeah. I did the first one probably about 10 years ago. How uh, old it, are you? not supposed to tell that. Well, no, you, if you did it 10 years ago, what were you, 12? No, man, I'm 43. I just, <laughs> good genes, man, good genes. No, it was, uh, I've done it here, well, in Columbus twice. Uh huh. Well, I guess in Columbus three times now and in Cincinnati with this contest because they kind of move it from Cleveland to Cincinnati to Columbus. They hit the big three.
2: Now, I wanted to kind of tease this for when we actually talk to you separately on the podcast,
1: but you have... Traveled quite a bit and seen how many distilleries. Uh, just thinking off the top of my head, I would—it's in the twenties. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, and it's—you know—I've obviously been to Kentucky a few times. We have great distilleries here in Columbus. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we Middle West. We have Watershed. There's a few others. I've been up to Cleveland to a few of the startups. All right, man. Well, we're going to talk to you separately on great. the podcast at some point. But uh, really, a pleasure meeting you and. Um,
2: Thank you for your insight tonight because this is my first time I've ever judged a cocktail competition. Hey, not bad, huh? Yeah, no, no, not bad at all. Not bad. I tell you what, Hansberry, even when you sample 20 cocktails, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. I'm going to have to have a couple sandwiches. Yeah, here a little go. something, maybe you a few, few blocks of cheese. Yes, yes. Before it's all pass is oh, worth the Uber for Pass everybody. as well. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Brown Foreman and Woodford Reserve. They were great. Yeah, they were.
2: They were great. They were great. They, I mean, a pleasure tonight. Thank you so much, Definitely. brother. I appreciate it. And I will talk to you soon Okey-dokey. separately because I want stories. Okay. We got them. Uh, you got them? Thanks. Yeah, all right. We'll save it for later. And joining me right now is our the middle judge, which I'm going to call the queen of judges. <laughs> uh, we've been trying to get her on the podcast, Hansberry, and there was some miscommunication. No, you know what? She claims a telecommunication faux pas of some sort. Must saying she never got our text. I didn't. Which, you know what? I consider a blessing in disguise because I was telling her while we were sitting at the judge's table that I'm kind of glad that our initial connection got screwed up because I was intrigued by the fact that you were just a well-rounded <laughs> <Be
9: kind>. bartender
2: <laughs> that I met at one of our radio functions. Mm-hmm. But now... That I've sat with you at the judges' table mm-hmm. and have seen your discriminating tastes,
3: <laughs> your
2: your level to which you judge. When in uh, uh,
9: what would you? What was it? What was it with the the one lemon rind was? Lemon rind was uh, not finished. Not so it wasn't manicured it as was, you would nah, say. An unmanicured, unmanicured lemon rind. Unmanicured lemon peel, yeah.
2: An under, yeah, was, it frustrated
9: which me. Cost
2: points. It did for somebody. It did. All right, uh, uh, Christine Basham. Am I saying that mm-hmm. right?
9: Yeah.
2: Is is was the second judge? Thank you for doing the summary uh, so of the podcast. Uh, much like our previous judge, we want you on the podcast separately because I would love that. I'm sure you got.
9: I got plenty Stories to say. Stories
2: <laughs> go I want to go deeper into your history <laughs> with bartending. But how many of these have you judged in the past?
9: You know, this is my first because I just made a huge career shift. I was behind the stick, and I was a bar creative and a GM and uh, manager and worked in that realm for 15 years. And literally within the last eight weeks, took a, a sales management position for a local um, distillery, OYO Middle West Spirits. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. So this industry, this world...
9: Mm-hmm that we know and love yeah,
2: and and pay respect to and, and patronize. You're leaving it?
9: I'm not leaving it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm selling, for my in my opinion, the best local spirit that's available. And yeah, but you're
2: not gonna be behind the bar.
9: I won't be behind the bar, but you'll be surprised. I think that I'm gonna have the ability to be really impactful because I still do a ton of development for bars that maybe wanna have a, a bar program and maybe their bar manager isn't quite there but they trust me, and so I actually will ha- have a wider reach because I get to bounce back and forth to different bars and help them figure out what's best for their bar, which is strikingly different.
2: When you were in the, when you were in the thick of your career, mm-hmm. would you consider yourself to be a bartender or a mixologist?
9: Oh, I think that's a really interesting um, debate. I think at the end of the day you're a bartender. You want to take care of people. Um, it is a hard, gritty job, it is. and you work your ass off, and you work long hours. And um, you know, I was I was titled as house mixologist um, with Middle West before while I was a brand ambassador for them, and uh, that was some that was a a, a a term they coined for me. I think mixology is I'm not gonna say bullshit, but I think at the end of the day, you're taking care of people, and sure, it's about development and creativity, and you know.
2: Were you a bartender before or after the craft cocktail world? Oh,
9: I've, I was behind the stick fifteen almost 15 years ago. So yeah. I started off in high-volume corporate turn and burn. We've
2: heard this term behind the stick before uh, with, with with a previous podcast guest. Yes, explain what that means. So
9: behind the stick just means, you know, if you think of the bar as a stick, you're behind it. So yeah. um, I started off in corporate turn and burn when I was 21. I started bartending, worked in a kind of like sportsy Um, Yeah, sports bar, essentially. Um, And then uh, managed a high-volume nightclub for years and years. And my turning point was moving out to Denver. And they were far beyond what we were doing in Columbus. Really? And kind of got my ass handed to me. Yeah. As far as, like, what I knew and what I needed to know. And they were like, we love you. We think you have incredible hospitality. But you don't know shit when it comes to classic cocktails. And so I spent... A long time figuring it out and then I moved back to Columbus and tried to apply that here. Well
2: she was the judge in the middle and I'm gonna tell you what she pointed out some minutia throughout remember the beginning of the podcast Hansberry I said uh, those who cannot do teach and I had a problem with that and I still do And, and those who and those who who can't mix judge this girl can mix I'm telling you if if there's an influence on these scores tonight, it's it's because of her minutiae in respect to everything. I don't know you were if I want awesome.
9: that. I don't know if I want that. No, 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 no,
2: no, no. I meant that in a good way. I meant that in a good way, um, in a really good way. Let me ask you this. At, when it comes at the end of a day, with all this, the craft cocktail craze is huge right now. It's wonderful. You see that dissipating, or do you see it? You see it shifting into a different way? Because I'm a simple. I mentioned this in the beginning of the podcast. I, I'm a simple guy. You pour my favorite bourbon a, whiskey over I, I, ice, I completely
9: agree, or um, neat, and I'm done. I came from classics. I came. I, I mean, you know, I came from simple cocktails. Um, I came from bullshit cocktails, you know, like a bartender's whim was like, which three flavored vodkas right. um, are you gonna put in right. there? And am I gonna put soda or seven? And uh, am I gonna give you a garnish or not? We'll see. And I think that craft raised the bar for bars across the country and across the world. You know, fresh juice programs, garnishes things that like people weren't paying attention to and 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 really a revelation of spirits and really appreciating them for what they were being able to taste them properly being able to talk about them being able to understand them so in that way craft is a godsend to everyone who works in hospitality but i think that what you're seeing nationally and what's happening is we're going to go back to a simpler state of mind nice because you can't make money behind a craft bar that's just a reality really? i tried to do it well think about it eight nine minutes for a cocktail when you can, you know, when pop you can, a beer, you and pour pour, him a shot of Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's yeah, a different yeah. world, I'm and with at the with of the day. Girl. Bartenders want to make you. money.
9: I mean, craft bartenders want to elevate what they're doing, but. but
2: bars have to follow the trends.
9: Well, yeah, but I think it's did to wonderful a things, degree. and I think that you're going to see it dissipate. I think you're always going to have these mega craft, awesome artisanal places like Curio and Muton, and, and as we saw
2: tonight, amazing oh, yeah. work. I mean, there's amazing craftsmanship, but that's
9: not the lifeblood of of no. of what's happening in the world. That's a small. There, there. I heard I once heard that there are less than 800 craft bartenders in the world. Wow! And if you think about that, considering how and many when bartenders there, you consider are the world, there, yeah, it's, it's small.
2: It yeah, is small. It's a small percentage. All right, we're gonna save the rest for when we're just one on one. Because I'm sure, like I said earlier, I'm sure you got stories.
9: I well, always have a lot to say, regardless. Yeah, no, no, no. We're
2: gonna we're gonna get into it when we do the one-on-one. But thank you so much. Thank you for uh, it was a pleasure to it run was into a you tonight. As well. this, yeah, was this
9: was awesome.
2: fate, destiny. Like I said, a blessing in disguise that our communication was was screwed up before. Because I think we're gonna have a wonderful time when we do a one-on-one podcast. Awesome. So thank you, Christine. Thank you, Christine Bastion, one of the judges tonight at the Woodford Reserve Master of the Manhattan competition.
0: I want to thank each and every one of these bartenders, mixologists, however you want to call it. Give them all a round of applause. These are 10 of the best bartenders in the state of Ohio. Yes. Yeah, no, get into it, Chris. Yes. Last but not least, let's give a round of applause for our judges tonight. What a difficult job. Right? It's not everybody that can sample through 20 cocktails. We started with close to 30 competitors. That got whittled down to 10. Those 10 people are in this room. One Manhattan, one original cocktail, Woodford Reserve. Hands down, one of the closest scores ever. The judges will tell you. There was not one bad drink in there. These were the highest scores out of any Manhattan competition we've ever had.
5: Dun, dun, dun.
0: Your winner for Woodford Reserve, Manhattan Experience 2018 for the state of Ohio.
3: <laughs>
0: is going to be announced after this commercial Your winner is. Ben Greist.
2: We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Ben Greist is the winner, the winner of the Woodford, the Woodford Reserve Manhattan. You know what? Um, when I was looking at the other judges, when your name came out, everybody just kind of nodded. We were all kind of in in agreement about your cocktails, both of them. Thank Were, you. were exceptional. So. And, and uh, we're broadcasting this, we record this in Columbus, Ohio. The competition
10: was for the state of Ohio, but Correct. you are from right
2: here in Columbus, Ohio. Right tell, us where, Com- tell us where you do your craft.
10: Uh, I work at Curio at Harvest in uh, German Village at Livingston and Fourth next to uh, uh, Harvest Pizzeria.
2: How long have you been doing that?
10: Uh, I've been working there for almost three years.
2: How long have you been a...
10: bartender
2: a bartender or mixologist which are you i'm a bartender you're a bartender i like that okay how long you been a bartender i've
10: been bartender for about 10 years now
2: 10 years now so when did you discover that you had
10: a a knack to to uh, get into this this level of competition uh honestly it came from uh working in a sports bar and then watching uh 4am food network alton brown's good eats yeah uh and then i just kind of realized like you can make a lot of flavors exist in cocktails and then i got interested more so in that than I did like working for beers and shots.
2: And now I understand that this is your third time winning this level of the competition. Correct. Yes. So now you go to Louisville.
10: I go to Louisville. And Are we hope- saying
2: that right? Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. Louisville. Well, you got slurred no, a little bit. Slurred a little bit. That's no problem after twenty after, samples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You did. You did a
10: good job sampling away.
2: I right, so you go to Louisville. Now is, is that is that the farthest you've ever gotten?
10: That's the farthest I've ever gotten in this competition. I'm hoping to go to New York afterwards. Okay. I would love for you to go to New York. Now, what's going to make a event.
2: difference this time around? I mean, this will be your fourth time, right? Third, third time, third time going. Yeah. yeah. So, what's going to be different this time around? Because um,
10: I, I would, I would imagine, just like any other competitive event, you have to know your competition. Right. Uh, so, uh, the way Louisville works is um, uh, you have to impress Chris Morrison, uh, and then like he kind of judges the cocktails, and then like who's Chris Morrison uh, for? He's, our a mas- he's a master distiller for, uh, for Woodford. Woodford Reserve. Uh, wow. Phenomenal palette, great guy. I actually am excited to meet uh, You again. said
2: a phenomenal palette. Do you yeah. think
10: there are phenomenal palettes out there? I do.
2: That can actually distinguish? And actually, Because um, there was a lot of detail and minutia. And, 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 you know, a lot of the judges wrote things down. I, I prefer to listen. Yeah. Because I when i was listening to you guys i could hear your passion
10: yeah i know i know you yeah, yeah. you're you're yeah, very, I don't, you're I, very I, like direct if i if i'm writing
2: down i'm not listening correct if i'm writing down i'm not listening to the next thing you're saying yeah so i have a tendency to listen more than than write things down because i know there's going to be a mixture of stuff and i want to hear from you and i want to hear from you what you've put into it and I can tell by your inflections when you come across something that's special to you and different and, and, and so forth and so on. And I hate the fact that I'm becoming a fucking cocktail snob as a result of all this, but
10: I am. That's a good thing, though. I am.
2: It's I a good balance. But at the end of the day, end of the day, what's your favorite cocktail? At the end of the day, my yeah. favorite cocktail? Yeah, what do, you, what do you sit down and relax to? Uh, are you going to sit down and make yourself a big craft cocktail or are you going to sit down with something simple?
10: Uh, something simple. Honestly, yeah. I love a nice, clean Manhattan. Yeah, uh, black Manhattan's my favorite. A black Manhattan for our so, audience who is not familiar with them, explain the black Manhattan. Uh, traditionally, it's a Verna Amaro, which has mm-hmm. a lot of nice like uh, caramel and citrus notes, and a lot of um, like anise and herbal qualities. Uh, and I feel like that plays well. Especially, uh, I like doing it with Woodford Reserve because uh, Woodford Reserve just has that uh, nice quality that brings out those flavors. Uh, kind of like what I did for my cocktails.
2: Well, congratulations on your win tonight. Oh, thanks, man. Well-deserved. Thank you. Well-deserved. Thanks uh, for uh,
10: entertaining me every morning. <laughs> oh, so, you, well, you You know what? You can say you listen. you
2: don't have to say you listen. I'm up every day. You're up every day? You got to listen to something. Yeah. I know, yeah, listen to this. Thank you. I mean, this was an experience for me as well. I'm glad you um, came out. I was actually nervous, because I've never judged uh, a cocktail competition before, and I actually approached it, I actually debated whether or not I consider myself worthy to be here tonight because I knew that there were, like, the best of the best here tonight. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, with a little help from the other judges as well I think I, I think I, I You think know I, what The
10: outside opinion is always great I think I did justice to it you did. I, really you did. Did. You I really did I really did Actually, actually like presenting in front of you yeah, it well, it was, to, you, made it, you made it very fun to present A
2: pleasure my friend Congratulations no, thank you so much Good luck in Louisville And I would love to see you in Manhattan Kick some ass Thank
10: you I appreciate that Alright Rand. Cheers For
2: every winner Sadly to say Especially with a field of ten There have to be nine losers But I don't think anybody was a loser tonight Hello Hi. Introduce yourself.
11: Uh, my name is Hillary Packard.
2: Like the car. That's what <laughs> exactly, I said earlier. Exactly.
11: Exactly. And you
2: had all right with the. Just to refresh everybody's memory, they had to make a Manhattan cocktail. They had to make a Manhattan cocktail, and they also had to make an original cocktail. And I loved your original yes. cocktail with the three coffee beans. Give us a little details about what 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 that cocktail consisted of
11: so um, I started with Woodford Reserve double oaked as my base so it was four parts Woodford Reserve double oaked one part custom lavender honey simple syrup both the yeah. lavender and the honey were sourced within 15 minutes of my bar um, I'm all about local and sustainable ingredients and they do a sustainable and chemical free process I think that
2: was the part of your presentation that impressed me the most that you were so committed to everything sustainable and right there I mean yeah. everything natural everything real everything fresh
11: Absolutely, and 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 I, I'm so lucky. Right down the road, we have Flatlands Coffee. They're a phenomenal coffee shop. Definitely check them out if you're ever in Bowling Green. They brewed my coffee concentrate. We did have one part coffee concentrate for that cocktail, and I also used the Chocolato Malay bitters from Bittermans, which is an absolutely fabulous product.
2: We've seen we uh, we had a lot of, a lot of people that uh, not a lot, but there were there were you were not the only person who went with Bittermans, uh, as far as the competition this evening. So. Apparently, they know what the hell they're doing.
11: (laughs) Bitterman's, they they put out a phenomenal product. We use it in several of our cocktails. We actually use Bitterman's exclusively at Two Foxes in Bowling Green.
2: Mm -hmm. So, um, you're in Bowling Green. If we get you, can we coerce you to come back to Columbus and actually sit down with us and. And talk about your 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 cocktail history. Absolutely at some point on whiskey business.
11: Absolutely. I absolutely love the food and uh, drink scene down in Columbus and I have family here.
2: And you said this was your first time in the competition. It sure is. You know you were up against people that have been here three and four times.
11: That's okay. I, 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 I mean, wanna so, push myself. So, yeah
2: I'm saying, you know, you were the fact that you were in the top ten <laughs> is is kind of a, a win on its own.
11: I am just so humbled and happy to be here. Um, whiskey specifically is my passion, and more broadly, liquor. So I was just when I saw a Manhattan competition, I was just all about it because that's one of my favorite classic cocktails.
2: And it was a good cocktail. Thank you so much. I'm, but I gotta say, I was partial to your original.
11: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 Ben, that won, his man, his Manhattan oh, was so phenomenal. I it? enjoyed the heck out of it.
2: Yeah, yeah, he had he had he had a little something special going on absolutely. tonight. Absolutely.
11: That banana liqueur that was in it, oh my gosh, oh my gosh.
2: Every Manhattan I tasted tonight was magnificent in its own right. Thank (laughs) you for an upper Manhattan and a great original cocktail. I
11: tell you what, um, little secret to Manhattans, um, chill your vermouth. If you leave vermouth on the shelf, it gets stale. So if you're a bartender and you don't keep that vermouth in the fridge, put that darn vermouth in the fridge.
4: See,
2: we listen, we learn, We bow to your expertise. We bow to your expertise. Hillary Packard, thank you. And there you have it, my friends. Uh, Whiskey Business involved in its first whiskey competition, cocktail competition. It's been a pleasure. I want to thank Woodford Reserve, Brown Foreman, um, for uh, being excellent hosts. And I want to thank them for allowing me to... uh, be a judge tonight. I learned a lot tonight. I really did learn a lot, which I am going to pass this knowledge on to our whiskey business audience. And also, we got some potentially great guests out of it as well, so thank you for that. Um, and of course, we also want to thank the our sponsors, the law firm of Say & Pyatt, who hopefully I won't need after tonight's competition, and uh, our friends at Marcus Cinema Crosswoods as well, Uh, So, let me disclose by saying this. We had a great time tonight. Met a lot of nice people. Whiskey Business is a Never the Luck production recorded with the cooperation of the Columbus Radio Group. All the opinions tonight are not only of mine, they are of two other substantial judges and are never meant to offend, only to educate and entertain. So, good luck to the winner, and until the next bottle, see ya.